Hey guys, welcome back for another episode of Biomast. We're on episode 125, I believe. Uh, it's been a bit of a uh, slow week in the news, so we'll, we'll do our best here. But uh, I want to thank you for tuning in, and uh, I'm glad to have you with us. So, um, Livy is currently uh, experiencing child aggro, so she might pop in a little bit here. But let's get started with introductions to everybody else. So, starting at the top with Soraya Zell. Hi, I'm Soraya Zell. I'm a co-host here on the show. Um... I play a lot of uh, Overwatch and other Blizzard games sometimes, and um, my MMO when I play is uh, often Black Desert, and uh, that that's pretty much me. Sounds good. And Bate? Yeah, I'm Bate, and uh, I do a lot of homework, and I play Call of Duty. Which Call of Duty are you on right now? I'm on Black Ops 3 still right now. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm looking in at, from I'm, his, I'm uh, at... What was that? I was going to say, I'm looking at Infinite Warfare, so we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see on that one. That, that was some fancy trailer work that I saw. I, <laughs> I have extreme, extreme uh, lack of faith that the gameplay will be anywhere as cool as that trailer. But here's the other thing you have to bear in mind. That if you buy the right edition of Infinite Warfare, you also get the greatest first-person shooter ever made remastered. This is true. I don't want to spend Which, is it, is it that? Like 80 bucks though. It is 80 bucks, but it's worth it because it's it's the original I'm Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. I'm bucks for COD 4. Why would I do that? But you're you're really paying like 60 bucks for for Infinite Warfare and then like 20 bucks for COD 4. If you think about it that way, it makes more sense, yeah, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I guess. Uh, see, I I've not played. I, well, I, I'm sorry. I have played Call of Duty games before. I've never owned one, so I I can't relate too much. But now you've got to own that one. Well, we'll we'll see. I I like the the setting of the Infinite Warfare. I like the you know the the kind of military space style. I, that 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 appeals to me. I just I don't want to get another bland shooter that it's just the same as I've experienced before. I don't think you'd like it anyways because you're not a big fan of. Uh... Twitch shooters. Twitch shooters. The tw Twitch doesn't really do it for me. But then again, I like Doom, which is very twitchy. But maybe I just like PVE Twitch, and everything else needs to be slow so I can hit shit with my terrible aim otherwise. Anyways, um, I am Pokey Draven. I help host the show. I uh, write for the, the blog sometimes, and I'm doing my darndest to get the Twitch stream a little more presentable for those of you who watch us on Twitch. So, um. By please give me feedback on that. If we it's love or the quality all, is crap like three of you. We love all of you. Yes, <laughs> yes. Like, I, I actually had, like I said last last week when we we couldn't stream. I had someone email me asking where the stream was. I was shocked that anyone listens to the stream. So that was that was a pleasant surprise. But uh, yeah, we we do our best to try to try to keep it a little bit better here and and not in total shambles before uh, Jay comes back. Okay, so um, going into the topics here, so. The movie Passengers had a trailer that came out, and we, we kind of missed it last week, but uh, Zell saw it, and I actually just happened to see it in uh, theaters when I went and saw Magnificent Seven this earlier this week. So uh, what were your thoughts on that, Zell, and the, the trailer for Passengers? Um, I, you know, it just it looked good. It looked worthwhile. Um, I like the all of two casts that appear to be in this movie. Um, so, you know, why not? Yeah, I mean it's Chris Pratt, so that's that's always a good thing. I mean, the, the concept is that they're um, en route to a planet, and humanity's been placed in stasis, and these two individuals wake up early for some reason. Is that kind of the, the feel you got from it? Uh, yeah, it is. Um, so yeah, they're on they're on some sort of generation ship, hibernation ship thing from from point A to point B, and then they they both wake up, and they're they're like it. 
you know, by the time the ship gets where it's going, they're going to be long dead. Would be the would be the the general concept there. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it, it's kind of one of those. Um, it's something that I've I've liked in space movies is kind of the sense of of loneliness or that you know you are very much isolated. You you aren't around people. I mean, they're surrounded by people, but there's only two of them. And kind of the the mental strain of getting. I mean, you see a lot of that in movies like uh, Interstellar, for example. I think that that was a a pretty compelling story, and and you kind of you get that sense of like, holy crap, like we are alone. Like there, I potentially may never see another another person for ever. You know, I might die alone for the next thirty, forty years that I'm I'm out here. And I think that can be a pretty compelling, uh, you know, not just a plot point, but I mean just just from the emotional standpoint of kind of gripping you in the the sense that like you know the martian did or like um interstellar did i think that can be you know really enjoyable i, I heard chris pratt who else is in that yes the girl from the hunger games i can okay. never remember her name but okay. she's the hunger games girl and the the thing that i had to i had to double check this before i said it but it's one of those things that like when i see a movie cast or a um even just like a music duet that has like a love story in it I I have to check. You, you know these uh, these actors are eleven years apart in age. I believe that. Mm, yeah. Are they? They are. <laughs> nineteen seventy nine and nineteen ninety. Um, and it, it's that just bugs me a little bit because the Hollywood casting, you know, is like, oh yeah, they're totally the same age. They're they're very similar. It's you know, we can't we can't cast like women over thirty. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean that—that's kind of been a thing for movies in a long time. Is you have very young actresses being love interest or married to um, very much older male characters, um, or rather, the, the the actor was was much older. I mean, that's that's been true since you know black and white movies, pretty much. That's kind of just a thing Hollywood has done. And I mean, what she said, she was born in 1990, so that would make her 26 or so. So then he's 37. I mean, that's not that weird, I guess. But yeah, they, they're trying to play it off as, oh, they're totally the same age is kind of weird. I, I think that people change a lot between those years, um, just from experience and, and stuff like that. So it's it's a little weird. I don't really recognize hardly anybody else from the cast list either. I just can't imagine much. much I, can't I don't think much else of the cast like is going to appear in much of the movie. I, like, I I'm sure think. you'll see some some people, you know, before they launch maybe, or some people... You know, once they get there, if they get there, or or something, because there there was like a brief glimpse at other people in the trailer, but I mean, based on the tone of the movie, I'm expecting ninety percent of the movie to contain only the the two of them and nothing else. Yeah, I'd buy that. I think that seems it, like again, it's kind of in that that line of thought that you know the, the sense of isolationism is. It would make sense. You wouldn't want to have a lot of characters interacting beyond those two because you kind of lose that. that. Like. Yeah, I think I think one looks pretty interesting. I, I again, I'm I'm a fan of space movies in general, so I might go see that one when it comes out because I do like the actors that are it's the few that are there, but I, I do like them. And they have a cool twirly spaceship. They do. I always that's always a fun thing to watch is the the evolution of spaceship design um, through the ages and how Hollywood has kind of adapted and, and, and how they've changed from you know <laughs> like a space odyssey uh, you know level to what we have now. Yeah, I didn't catch that one. Bait. Bait is tuning in from his cell phone, I think, so yeah. it's a little more messed up yeah. than usual. When, uh, <laughs> when does it come out? Ah, uh, jeez, that's a good question. Let me see. Uh, December twenty first. So it's uh, it's a Christmas movie. Well, okay. <laughs> just yeah, okay. just like yeah. Deadpool was a Valentine's Day movie. Oh my god, he exactly. read my mind. Um, 
And, uh, <laughs> and as far as saying you saw the cast list and didn't recognize anyone, did you, like, not actually look I at mean, the cast list? It has fucking John Wick in it. What? And Lawrence Fishburne. It's got Keanu Reeves and Lawrence Fishburne in it. I saw Lawrence Fishburne and see Keanu Reeves. Well, at least on Google, that's what it's showing for it. It's Jennifer Lawrence, Chris Pratt, Keanu Reeves, Michael Sheen, uh, Lawrence Fishburne, and Andy Garcia. That's it. It's got six actors in it. (laughs) It's the lowest budget casting ever. Six actors? Uh, At least that's what's showing up on the... I'm actually... I'm sure there's probably a bunch of This is interesting. I'm actually not seeing Keanu Reeves on the IMDb list. Yeah, really? But 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 Bing oh. definitely picked up, and you said Google picked up him on the list. Yeah, him on mm-hmm. the list. So yeah, whatever whatever source they're pulling from, both Bing and Google say, "Oh yeah, Keanu Reeves is in this movie." And then IMDb's like, "Nope, he's probably the voice of the computer or something stupid like that." But yeah, no, isn't there another John Wick two coming out? Or not another, but. Yeah, they're working on another John Wick yes, movie. They, they are, they which means they, they, are. they are. Okay, so we'll, we'll have to. Is that's probably the first time we'll actually see some Project Nova news? Um, we'll be <laughs> in the movie at some point. Yeah, um, John Wick two for people who who care and you all should care um, is uh, February tenth of uh, next year. So that's 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 not that far off at this point. That's not bad. John Wick Chapter two. Yeah, I'll be. I think I'll see that one too because you know I gotta, I gotta get my CCP news. Um, Straight from the source, which is Keanu Reeves. Okie dokie. So anything else on uh, Passengers before we uh, move along here? Cool, cool. So uh, another thing that uh, happened slash didn't happen is that there was a, a rumor going around that uh, Battleborn, which is you know kind of the MOBA-style uh, FPS character hero shooter thing that didn't do so well, um, is going free-to-play. And uh, Randy, Randy Pitchford from uh, Gearbox has come out and said, no, no, that's that's bullshit. He goes, we had some unannounced plans to have a trial, a free-to-play trial of sorts, but, you know, you know, someone sprung the leak on. They're like, well, they're pushing it for you. It was like, it's a time trial or something. And he goes, you know what, guys? We, uh, you know, we <laughs> it's unannounced because we aren't sure in all the details yet, so ask in a couple months. But, um you know, I, I think everyone kind of saw this coming that, you know, unfortunately, Battleborn did not do very well. Uh, it, it did quite poorly on PC. It, it has a, a, a meager following on console, I believe. But, uh, you know, in this sort of thing, you, you kind of see these kinds of games go to a free-to-play model or a, or a pseudo-free-to-play model. Um, mostly because of, you know, other games like Heroes of the Storm, stuff like that, that are free-to-play with, you know, limitations. Um, I, I think this is probably a natural progression to kind of help try to keep the player numbers up and, and ride this out as long as they can. I, you know, I, the thing is, is it's. I, I wish more games just built in the concept of a free trial. Again, I mean, again, I, right? I, there was the day when you had demo discs and <laughs> you, you know, physical demo discs of games. Um, but I mean, it's like it's. A lot of times I use the beta as a way to test out if I'm going to like a game. And if I miss the beta or I don't get an invite to the beta, then I might not buy it because I, I never got a chance to see if it was something I wanted. Um, and I I really think that everyone should be asking themselves when they're making a game is how are people going to try this for free and decide they love it? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of the same thing I ran into when they announced the clone states for EVE. It's like, well, actually, that makes a shitload of sense. It only took you guys more than a decade to figure it out that 21 days time trial is not a good way to experience a game. And, and, and like you said, for other games, you know, you may get a beta, which lasts a weekend or two to try out the game, which 
may or may not be indicative of the final product. I mean, how are you supposed to tell? In which case, you're kind of at the mercy of listening to reviews on you know Metacritic sites, and even that isn't always very accurate because people have different tastes, and you know some people may like a certain kind of game that just doesn't work, or that the critic may may shred. Um, I mean, for example, Dust did very poorly on Metacritic, but obviously it had a a following of people that really enjoyed it for the most part. So, you know, the, the lack of demos is, is really frustrating, you know, and, and you'll, you'll see them, but they're usually stress tests or betas or, you know, it's not really a demo or a chance to properly try the game or it's so, it's so tightly timed that you can't actually enjoy it at all or, or get a good feel of what it's going to be like. And the thing is, is if you, you know, a lot of games do this like Battleborn is now, is they think, you know, after the fact, they're like, okay, now we need more players. Now we'll do, now let's figure out how to do a free trial. And and that's something I've seen a lot is where the free trial comes later. And I think they're missing the point because if everybody could try the game free while everyone's talking about the game, you know, by the time they're offering this trial free, they already missed the boat. Overwatch is out. Paragon's out. Paladins is out for the heck of it. You know, there's there's a, a ton of games now, and they they had a leading edge on the curb, and there was a lot of people talking about their game, and then it, it died down, and now they're like, well, maybe, maybe a free trial? It's too late! Yeah, I mean, first impressions are important, because a lot of people like me, who don't, I, don't have, I don't have a lot of time to play games, I pretty much have to be extremely selective of what I pick or choose, and I may pass on one, because I don't, you know, I don't, I don't trust buying it right away and, and get something else, and then they come back, well, well, now you can try it. Well, I, I've already invested my time and my effort into this other game. I'm unlikely to go back and, and switch to what I was interested in before, you know, and it's it's frustrating, especially when it's um, games like uh, Evolve, which honestly were structured like a free-to-play game from the beginning, but were paid. And then they, they finally suffered so badly. They went, okay, well, now it's free-to-play. And people are like, eh, okay, I guess, you know, I'll, I'll give it a shot. But by now, the interest and the hype is gone, and I'm I'm just not interested in trying it anymore. You know, it's it's not exciting. I'm not worked up about it. It's it's an afterthought. I mean, it it doesn't work well for for the consumer base. And I think that it it almost it shows a lack of confidence. I think, especially with a lot of these you know quote unquote AAA games coming out, um, excuse me, that are honestly very flawed on launch. They're they're glitchy. They've got lots of balance issues. They they haven't been properly tested. Um, and I think they're worried that, you know, a free-to-play, or rather, a demo may scare people off because they may get in there, see those issues, and go, screw this. It's like they almost would rather just get their money to force people to be invested so they're more likely to stick around until they do get the, the, the fixes in. But at the same time, it's like, you know, it's I, I feel the quality of games at launch, granted, games have gotten more complicated, so the, the chance of screwing stuff up is obviously higher, but I feel like a lot of these issues we see at early release um, are honestly kind of unacceptable and the level of, of stuff that they've messed up. And I think that the lack of demos is, is almost kind of indicative of that. Hello. A wild Libby appears. Have you subdued the child? Uh, yes. Excellent. I've accepted. <laughs> She's accepted the quest. Okay. <laughs> A little Final Fantasy fourteen sound effects for you guys. I just All had right. to. Sorry. I, okay. Sorry. No, that's that's great. Um, do you want to introduce yourself to the the, the crowd here? Uh, yes, I'm Livy. I'm better late than never. Um, blogger and uh, mom of a needy toddler today. 
Fun, fun. Yeah, we were just talking about um, Battleborn. In the next couple of months, we'll be um, having a, a trial of sorts uh, so people can try the game for free and probably with similar limitations you might see on like uh, uh, Heroes of the Storm where they've got like rotating heroes and stuff like that where, you know, it's free, but if you want to get the full experience, you can, you know, obviously buy the full price and unlock everything and have it all the time rather than being, you know, limited by, um, you know, a, a lot of the things that come with those free-to-play titles and, and whatnot. Gotcha. See, and I wasn't sure what they were going to call it. I didn't, I didn't think they were going to label it as a trial. I thought they were just pushing out a separate kind of Battleborn game that was going to be restricted, but still allow them to do like DLC and stuff like that. I don't know. There's so many things floating so around out there. Well, and that's the thing is that they, they they were not ready to announce it yet, and people started pushing hardcore that the game was going free to play and all this, and then they they came back and said, "No, we are not going free to play. It's going to be a trial of sorts, but." We don't have all the details yet, so, you know, chill out and come back in a couple of months. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what becomes of it. But, uh, you know, I, like Zell said, I think it's probably a little too late now at this point to, you know, offer this. I don't think it's going to pull people in, especially with the, the success of, of similar titles um, like uh, Overwatch and whatnot. Yeah. And it, it partially might just be that it, it really is going to end up being free to play, but that... I, I think there's a certain certain stigma that's now come to a paid game that says, okay, we're doing free to play, which means we're not doing so well and we're we're losing you know, we're losing ground, so we better go free to play. And the other thing is that if you say, you know, or if it leaks out that yeah, maybe in, you know, two or three months we're gonna be free to play, nobody's gonna buy your game from that point forward. So, so there yeah, could just be much. some resistance to, to really having that out there. Well, and not to mention, like, like I said, they, they haven't released any of the... Because they've been releasing the, the free heroes, and they've admitted that they, they were going to alternate like a free hero story DLC, free hero story DLC, and the season pass um, would include those story missions. Um, they admitted that they, they delayed the story missions to release the free stuff because the player count was so bad and they were basically desperately trying to hang on to people. Um, but they still haven't released that paid content. Like I have yet to see anything... Um, from my 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 season pass purchase, aside from being able to unlock the characters that are normally free, the new ones they added um, faster. They just that's give what, it to you unlock rather what, than buying it. That's what happens when you buy a season pass, man. Man, uh, yeah, you know, normally I, I I'm against it, but you know, I was like, it's Gearbox. Like Borderlands is awesome. What's the worst that could happen? Well, yeah, this was this was not so good. So you know, I, I again, lesson learned. I, I probably should have not trusted the developers as blindly as I did, but, uh, you know. So, yeah, we'll see where that one goes with Battleborn. Um, again, I, I've kind of become so frustrated I've, I've stopped playing it. Um, even my brother, who's kind of the fanatic, he hasn't played so much anymore either, so, you know, we'll we'll see where it goes, but, uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to do much, and this whole leak is probably not going to do them any favors either, so we'll, we'll see what they actually come up with in the end. But speaking of similar titles, uh, Paladins, which we talked about last week, which is, <laughs> I, I, I won't call it an Overwatch knockoff because it uh, came technically before Overwatch, but it is very similar in, in style of game and aesthetic. Um, it's coming to console, is that right, Zell? Yeah, so um, they they announced that they're going to have a, uh, that they're starting closed beta for both Xbox One and PS4. Um, and we'll have a we'll have a link to that the the site where you can sign up uh, in our show notes. Um, and uh, they 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 were saying some about I, I don't know if I have it right in front of me here, but I think they said they do have over like a million players who signed up to try the game, you know, on PC already. 
Yeah, that's that's going to be a steep uphill battle for them because, like, I'll, I'll I'll make a strong argument that Battleborn is not the same as Overwatch. I think that Paladins looks very similar to Overwatch, so that's going to be a tough crowd to try to crack that existing player base and move them away from the game. It is, but the advantage they have going for them is actually the fact that they are they are free to play, and right. that and you know if you look at especially in the MMO space, if you look at the difference between a free to play MMO's numbers and a paid MMO's numbers. The difference is staggering how much, you know, when the game is free, your player counts are are usually are often orders of magnitude larger. You know, the the whole oh, thing yeah. about the whole thing about WoW having hit 13 million active players when they did back in their peak, that was a crazy number for a paid game. That's that's not even that's that's just kind of a mundane number for a free to play game. Free to play games what's what's League of Legends player count? There, there's this ridiculous. Well, there's, there's ridiculous it's like a couple of countries worth of people play League of Legends. I don't, oh. I don't know. So, oh, oh, League, know. League. That is Eve. Yeah, the no, League is League is crazy. They, they've nailed the free to play model perfectly. Like it just that that thing prints money. So yeah, I mean, it, it as long as they they have the free to play thing going for them, um, you know, I they'll probably do okay. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, there, there's probably a, a large number of people out there that may own, and you tend to find this probably in, in the younger crowd that may not have, you know, a lot of disposable income. They may have, you know, their console or their PC that they, you know, they, they have, but they may not have the funds to be buying new games all the time. So if a, a game that comes out that's, you know, just like Overwatch and it's free, um, that will certainly attract that uh, that that demographic. So you, you are right that they could they could gain a lot of their support from that alone. And especially on on a, a console, which is uh, realistically more likely to be in that younger market. Yeah, I, I think it'll do better on on console than PC. I think I think that most PC players, if they're playing on PC, they probably are more able to to purchase things. Just because if you're playing games on PC, you probably have a gaming PC um, for the most part. So you know, for for Xbox and, and for PS4, I think that'll that'll work well for them. And that uh, that beta sign is available right now. Is that correct? The sign-up's available now. I don't know when the the beta is going to be available, but it is a closed beta. It's so closed you know beta, the, so. they oh, okay. they could have started it already, and or or they could be rolling it out gradually. You know, um, no idea. Okay, well that's that's good to know. So yeah, if you're interested in playing Paladins, uh, the free to play, very similar to Overwatch, and and honestly, um, from what I've seen of it so far, it is a very smooth they've done a good job it's it was not it was definitely a, fun. A, it was a cheap definitely. yeah it's not a cheap free version of overwatch it is it's extremely well done and i think it's certainly worth at least looking at even if you are an overwatch player to to kind of check it out okay so uh we're good on that one uh so another movie that you saw this weekend Zell, um hardcore henry and then this is one we've talked about in the past uh, livy and i went and saw it back when it came out several months ago um but what were your what were your thoughts on on hardcore henry it's a very strange movie, and it was it. It didn't. I didn't even get through the the credits before going. This is a very Russian movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Almost everybody mm-hmm. on the, the cast is a very movie. very Russian name, and it is a um. And it the movie takes place in Russia and and everything. Um, I I think the actress was American, but I, I and then there well and then there was uh, Tim Roth um as well, but. Uh, other than that, very Russian movie, and and um, it it was very graphic, um, in a lot of ways. Um, 
I, I don't need to see people opening up their own chests. That's a thing I can pass on in the future. <laughs> note to note that to note to note to note to note to note Yeah, it's a little weird. Um, and uh, you know the the biggest thing that struck me, and and just if you haven't gotten the hang of this yet, uh, this is spoilers because it's been six months. Um, um, oh yeah, everybody dies in this movie. E- everybody. The the only the only character that didn't die in the movie is the main character, and he died before the movie started, technically. So everybody in this movie was dead at some point. Um, they they like even like if it was like a minor character that was just like an innocent side character that didn't seem to have anything going on, you know, and and maybe the main character didn't shoot him, then he got shot by someone else like a few seconds later. It was it was just like everybody who appeared in that movie had to die. Yeah, it was pretty much like almost two hours of gratuitous violence. Like it it was <laughs> it is it, it, there's there's very little plot to it. it it's just you know hey you're dead and oh no we're being attacked by evil agents you need to get out of here and then it turns into this crazy hour and a half long shoot 'em up like literally nonstop action for I think about forty five minutes with a short interlude and then back to you know blowing everyone away. I mean it's it's not a a plot movie by any means, but I don't no. think anyone expected it no. to be. And and you know it's um I and I I didn't look at this right away in terms of the running time but it made sense to me you know it's a it's a actually it's like a 90 minute runtime because that's about i think that's about all you can get out of a movie that's like pure concentrated action slash suspense um it's kind of it's kind of like gravity in that in that regard because gravity was just like you know edge of your seat is she gonna die for 90 minutes and then okay she's fine um but uh yeah no it was it was it was a very very strange film. I, I I definitely haven't seen a movie like it. I don't I don't think I want to see more movies like it. But but that's just you know it's just how it is. Yeah, I mean it, it kind of felt like an ode to to first person shooters in general. Like I I, I, had, I got I started laughing in the middle of the theater in the scene when um, he's lowering the guy in the wheelchair down the elevator um, and he's circling around working his way down floor to floor shooting the enemies while the guy in the wheelchair gives him instructions on what to do it felt like a tutorial of an opening like an opening tutorial for a first person shooter game like it was so on the mark for being a video game reference that it was it was fantastic yeah I, I could see that yeah though, though I have to say that at the very end <laughs> I was like okay this is this is kind of stupid but when he decapitates the guy with his eyeball um i was like all right we're done it's, it's time to bring this one for a close when, when he, he the main character literally his his eyeball gets knocked out of his head so he pulls his eyeball out but he's got like you know the muscles connecting the back of the eye but for some reason he has like four feet of it coming out of his head he wraps it around the main villain's face and then pulls so hard that it actually cuts his head in half and then somehow shoves his eye back into its socket and is good to go. I was like, okay, we're, we're done. Like, well, I mean, it was very the, clear. The level of absurdity. It's very clear he had cybernetic eyes, and so that would, I, I hypothetically, I suppose, be like a wire. <laughs> You know, and and you can wire generally can cut through things, but I don't know about like cutting straight through like a head, like a knife through butter. butter. That's a little right. Even for like someone who's been like enhanced and modified. That was the other thing. I was surprised how like based on just what I heard about the movie, I was kind of surprised to see so much, so much science fiction in it. It didn't sound the, the, 
general concept of the movie didn't sound like it was a science fiction movie to me, but there was a lot of sci-fi elements. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's never really explicitly stated, but Henry is obviously heavily cybernetic. I mean, I think at one point uh, his eye gets knocked out and they, they basically reattach it to his face with a screwdriver. So you, you can't see your face really, but you know, you are, there's obviously more going on than just flesh and blood. So, and obviously um, in the beginning when his, I think his leg has actually been uh, cut off. The leg kind of and the leg, his arm as well. Well, that's right. The arm that's too. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's, it's got a lot of, like, a lot of sci-fi in it. Um, you know, it, it's, it's this crazy element where this guy is in a wheelchair, um, but he's using like almost like an Oculus Rift headset to send his consciousness consciousness into various um, cyborgs, which are him, but with different personalities because he's paralyzed, but he wanted to live life. So he made all these different personalities and goes around, you know, doing coke and, you know, shooting people and all kinds of stuff. So it, it was, yeah, you know, that it was, took a, yeah, that took a while kind of weird. to wrap your head around too. Like, You'd see, you'd see, you know, hey, I'm Jimmy, and yada, 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 and it, it seemed like he died, but you weren't sure, right? You weren't sure he was dead yeah, any time. Like, that was and a headshot, but okay, all, I guess. All of a sudden, he's back. Okay, now he's on fire. That's gotta, he's gotta be dead now, right? Maybe? I don't know, but there he's back. He, he now he's a hippie, okay. Um, <laughs> like, it was so random. But yeah, so I, I, I thought it was it was good for what I expected it to be. It was certainly not a a blockbuster best movie ever, but you know, I, I expected an hour and a half of violence and stupidity and that's what I got. But, but what do you think? What was your, your overall feel on the movie? It's it's really strange. I didn't have to pay for it. I'm kinda glad I, I don't think I would have wanted to pay for it. Um I think I would have been sad if I paid for it, but it was a rental from my library and uh you know, it was it was, it was all right. It's just, it's very strange. It's, very it's strange. different, yeah. It, it was it's a different. dude movie. Dude movie. Well, you, dude movie. <laughs> when, when the opening credits are people being killed in slow motion in very close-up graphic detail, like a knife, and how a knife looks as it goes inside, in, in one side of your neck it, and it, out the right, other, it's it like, was, oh, okay, like, that's what it looks you like. See, <laughs> you see the serration on the knife, and so you can see the skin behind on that side of the knife rippling back and forth as it like yeah, they well they, see that point doesn't because I dissected bodies. It's just the like nonsense of it. I just they put way too much detail. I don't know if it's accurate detail or not, but they put way too much detail into those. It, it, it was well filmed though. I mean, they they, they did a very good job, and, and I can only imagine trying to film some of those sequences. Um, the way they did, I mean, it had to be done with GoPros, but I mean, like the car chase scene with the motorcycles, like. I don't even know how they pulled that off. Um, yeah, I, I, I read it was. I think they use a lot of CGI. But I read was, it was GoPros with a face mask thing, and they. I, w- I was reading about it because I'm like, what? What the heck was this that I just watched? Um, and uh, they had two different ca- people do most of the GoPro work. Um, I guess they they both also had neck problems from wearing the GoPro helmet frame thing. Um, because it sounds like it did some sort of stabilization for the camera right on it as well, so it's probably oh, a pretty so heavy sure. rig. Um, and so they, they did that, and then there were like various other scenes, because one of the people who portrayed Henry did one of the other characters in the movie as well, so they had various stuntmen and stuff like that playing Henry throughout the film, and they said it was like ten different people in total or something like that. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was enjoyable. Um, 
weird but enjoyable in, in its weirdness so you know I, I i was generally impressed with it um and i got a good laugh out of the horse scene which was so misplaced intentionally i'm i'm still putting the musical number for most mis, most misplaced scene of that movie that was weird oh yeah that was weird well it was, oh, it was yeah. like oh yeah it's like why is there a fucking horse all of a sudden and then it's like oh never mind we're just kidding it's not a horse okay there's a tank go ahead and deal with that it's like it, i i it was one of those weird oddities but you know it kind of had the same charm that like an independent game has so you know you kind of have to look at that in that light that it's not going to be on par with what you're used to but you have to take it from the fact that it was basically a group of guys that got together and did something different um and it, it's gonna have its flaws but you have to kind of appreciate it for what it is so uh yeah that was a, it was a good flick anything else on that before we move along okie doke uh so um <laughs> i hate to come back keep going uh but no man's sky is now currently facing um investigation from a uk agency over uh false advertisement um based off of its uh its statements that were made by developers and what was implied and uh advertised as being in the game uh but obviously did not make it into the game so i kind of want to get your guys' thoughts on you know from what you've seen of, of what was promised or at least spoken about that was going to be in the game but obviously didn't make it do you think this is a legitimate claim do you think that they they were deceptive in in their advertisement for no man's sky like what do you guys think so like Zell, off. yeah i mean there there were definitely elements that that they should have been less they they were very they were very wish-washy on things that they should not have been wish-washy on um i i i think that it's kind of one of those things it's like do I think this is like a should be investigated for for fraud, you know, level problem? No. It's a hype game. Games that get hyped are disappointing. That's just the way like this is and people should know this by now. Um but, you know, whatever. What about you, babe? Who the fuck cares? I mean, like at, at this point we knew that, you know, they didn't deliver, and if you're pissed off about it, then don't buy the next game. I mean, or I think Steam and Amazon may still be offering refunds. Get your get your money back. I mean, it, it's not like the the ASA, the company investigating or the organization, they can't do anything. I mean, other than say, you know, slap you on the wrist and say no bad. Um, I would be curious though to see throughout this whole thing if Sean Murray ever shows his face again and makes a statement about it. Because I don't think he's tweeted anything since the day after the game release. And let this be a lesson to everybody, right? Don't don't pre-order a game until you know, like a week or a couple of days before it comes out, and uh, just just wait for review. Uh, yeah, wait for review because I was right. It's overhyped, and overhyped games are usually. Bad. But we all know Star Citizen is going to have everything they promised, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Eight, it's like an 18 quintillion planets, guys. Oh my gosh. The thing is, Star Citizen, they've promised so much that if they can even give me 80% of it, I'll be, I'll be very surprised and, and happy about it. Well, and, and, and here's my thing with Star Citizen. It's like, okay, they're, they're saying all these things, and you know they're not going to be able to deliver on everything but with no man's sky i feel like it seemed like they showed at some point they showed everything that they promised that they had promised before 
But then when the final game, uh, when the final product came out, I was like, hey, where, where is that? You just took it out? I mean, it's a weird situation. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Libby, your thoughts? I feel bad because, I mean, the way it happens, you should be able to see something you like, know what you're going to get, pre-order it, and get what you expected to get. It shouldn't be like, aha, jokes on you, you should have known better. Yeah, and I mean, it, it kind of comes down to a matter of intent almost. And it, it's, it's obviously unclear, but I mean, um, with, you know, you can release a product and lie about it intentionally, hoping to get someone to buy it, and you have no intention of doing it, and that's that's wrong. And then there's issues like, you know, I'll use Destiny as an example, where Destiny, they had all these plans and things they wanted to do, um, but obviously things have come out that there was a lot of internal turmoil that happened and it basically kind of screwed them over and they were like, well, we don't have the manpower and we restarted this and this got lost, you know? Um, and so the end product didn't match what they had advertised. Um, and I, I, I feel and this is just my, my gut, you know, pokey sense speaking is I, I feel like no man's sky was kind of the same deal where it was almost like they wanted to, but something happened. I mean, Battleborn's the same way. It's like something happened internally that, that caused them to just screw something up and it just didn't work out. I don't think that it was necessarily malicious in the t- intent to do this, um, which is a big difference in my mind on, on, on my opinion of if it's, if it's really that big of a deal or not. And like Bates said, they aren't going to really do anything about it. It's going to be a slap on the wrist. It's more of a, you know, we, we're just bringing it to your attention because we're dissatisfied, but nothing will come of it. I don't think that there's going to be any lawsuit or anything like that it's just under investigation but you know i I don't think that they meant harm but obviously you know azel pointed out when azel and and bay pointed out when you can it's a game that's hyped up like this um you're never going to get everything that you think you're going to get because if you jump on the hype train you're going to get caught up in the excitement you're going to get lost and and expect these crazy crazy things that are obviously rationally think about it they're not going to happen it's great to think of these you know this big great awesome universe and 18 freaking quintillion planets are going to be so full of interesting interesting things to do it's not going to happen you know and i can understand the frustration like libby said you you expect something and you know you should get it and i think that that is wrong that they 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 lost that they the players expected to get something and they it was they were very clear about it. this wasn't even like necessarily a hype train that got out of hand and people made up stuff. I mean, they said, yeah, we're going to have this, this, this. And then they actually showed these things you could do that wasn't in the game. And so people are, 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 are obviously upset, you know, enough to, to, to want to refund that sort of thing. But is it worth, you know, a big investigation and some class action lawsuit bullshit? No, I don't think so. I don't think it's, it's to that degree. Um, this isn't like some nasty pharmaceutical thing that, that, you know, kill people. It's a game that was, not bad it just wasn't finished you know and i I think that you know the investigation is kind of silly but you know it it is what it is a couple of things i i feel like nobody you know if sean murray and hello games do decide to to somehow release another game (laughs) nobody's gonna buy that game (laughs) i don't think um at least not the numbers that people have bought no man's sky and my second thing is, you know, if there if there is something, you know, internally going wrong, and if you legally can, I know there's weird legalities, I'm sure, um, but I feel like you should you owe it to your your player base, um, or li- at least the people who pre-ordered the game, uh, to to let them know to be to be upfront with them and say, okay, hey guys, here's what's going on. Um, 
it may or may not affect the game, and if it does, here's why and how. But, you know, I, I understand that there may be, you know, for some reason you can't do that, um, but I, I don't think going MIA on Twitter <laughs> is the right way to go about it either. So, so what about CCP? Oh, oh, oh hello, game. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I was I mean, some some PR guy over at CCP is laughing his ass off right now. Like, yeah, hey, we would never let them say something like that. Are you kidding me? Silence is better. Everyone loves when no one talks to us. That's great. Don't say anything. They're gonna love it. It's gonna be great. No, I just yeah, heard no, I mean, CCP no one... hired Sean Murray. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, a, it's a joke. I I, I know. Okay. I know. Okay. That's that's uh. But yeah, it's it's um, yeah. I I get what you're saying, and, and believe me, I that would be ideal. But I don't think that's actually going to happen. I mean, it, no, no. Unfortunately, if you're a publicly held company, showing weakness like that makes stockholders freak out, which makes stock mm-hmm. prices drop, which mm-hmm. means everything blows up and goes to shit. So, understandably, in a business sense, I get it, but it still sucks for the players and the, the consumer. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, so anything else on that before we move along? Sounds good. So, um, a game that we kind of talked about a bit ago, so several months ago, that I, I thought was actually um, earlier along in production than it actually is, is Space Hulk Deathwing. It's a Warhammer 40k um, universe game where you are effectively a group of librarians going through derelict ships to recover artifacts and whatnot and, and fighting off gene stealers, which are these kind of these crazy zombie things that swarm you and, and stuff. Um, they released a new trailer uh, earlier Did this you week. Say which kind of shows up. Yeah, they're called librarians, but they've got like guns and swords. They're okay. librarians because they okay. recover artifacts and information. My, li- my library job was nowhere near that exciting. <laughs> I would go to the yeah, library no, more if all the librarians had guns and swords. Right? Yeah. No. It's. It's. <laughs> I am. I am not a. I'm not a purveyor of, of Warhammer 40k in in the sense that I, I I play a lot of or know a lot about it, but I, I do. You know, I have seen it at many points throughout my my gaming career and. and have dabbled a little bit, but nothing to know a lot. But they do have an interesting aesthetic um, on how everything looks and how they what they call things. It's kind of an interesting uh, take on things that you wouldn't normally, you know, associate those words with what they're showing you on screen. Because um, in this trailer, it, it's basically showing off all the different kinds of guns. And there's you know these giant Gatling guns and these swords and shotguns and these like plasma the flame, cannons. The flamethrower like, looked like the best, but you know. Best, right? Oh yeah, yeah, like the flamethrower. Like he's this thing jumps out and he whips around, and just blasts this thing in the face, and it just this crispy zombie thing is flying back across the screen. Like it, it looked awesome, you know. And, and the gameplay is 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 very um very cool looking. It it, it kind of has a a doom feel in the type of enemies and the kind of environments you're in. It's very dark and gritty, but it's got like splashes of color here and there. And I mean, it's just, everything is just torn to shit. Like obviously the ship has been abandoned for a long time and you know, you see the, the remnants of these libraries and whatnot, but there's blood and, and bodies everywhere. Um, but then these guys are just going through and just shredding these, these swarms of enemies. And it's, it's like doom in that sense, but your characters are very, very slow. Um, it's not a fast-paced kind of dodge-and-weave sort of thing that Doom had, but it's it's more of a, you have a lot of armor, a lot of HP, and you're basically just this walking tank that's just mowing through the horde. And, you know, for someone that likes that kind of gameplay, it looks absolutely awesome. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what comes for the, for the reviews and whatnot. I'm not going to pre-order it because this is the kind of game that makes me worried, but, you know, I'm... I'm, I'm quietly staying on my, my own personal hype train here but uh what did you guys watch the trailer what did you guys think 
I know Zelda is, since he saw the, the awesome flamethrower. What game is this for? Space yeah, Hulk Deathwing. Bait was, bait was just checked He's, out. He, he was having his Sarizal moment in that he totally, he totally wasn't, like, you know, logged into our, our list here and, and looking at all the links. Sorry, Barry, that are 10 out of 10. He put so much work into that. He, he's on his phone, so I'll, I'll, give him, I'll give him a pass on that one. I had to order. But yeah, had to order. I'm sorry, what was that? Nothing. Okay. Uh, but Zell, you, you obviously saw the trailer. What do you think? Is that, does it look interesting to you? Or? I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's just, it's not my type of game, I think. Game, I okay. Um, you know, the the endless zombie horde thing isn't, isn't my forte. Um, and, you know, it, it looks cool, but I, I probably wouldn't play it myself. That's fair enough. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 definitely not for everyone. Um, if you're someone that likes, you know, co-op PVE, like like I do, it's a big fan of that style of game. It, it looks very appealing to me. But if, if it's not your thing, then then I can I can get that as well. Um, did you happen to take a look at the trailer, Libby? I know you kind of came in late here. I did not. I was on my phone today, and amongst other things, but I know I'll take a look at it. But if it has zombies in it, I'm gonna be playing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. It's interesting in that it's more about um, resource management, where the the enemies are trying to slowly pick away at you because I don't think there's like health regen or like that. So your suit is your armor, and as it takes damage, it's damaged. Like you're you're done. Um, so you you have to kind of gauge your ammo, gauge your health, and slowly work your way through and try to you know keep them at bay while you do whatever you have to do. But it's none of this regenerating health bar stuff that you tend to see in a lot of more modern games. It's very deliberate and tactical. And I, I think that that um, certainly has its appeal. It, it's it's very different than what we're normally used to. This game looks cool as fuck, dude. Oh, you're watching it now? Yeah, I didn't tell me to buy this game. It, it's, again, I'm, I'm, I'm being very cautious with it because I think it could, it could end up being... Not so great, so I'm going to wait for the reviews, but, uh, you know, it is coming out on PC, on PS4, and on Xbox One, so, you know, regardless of what platform platform you're on, you're good. So, uh, it's, it's if you're interested in the Warhammer 40k, if you like the kind of style of game where it's, you know, kind of horde mode with a couple of buddies and you want to rip and tear and blow stuff up, I, I think this is probably at least worth uh, taking a look at to see if you might be interested. We could all play it, though we could, all, we could not all play it together. This is true. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> we, we, we would end up with... With with living on PS4, you on PC, um, being on Xbox One, and then me <laughs> trying to find out which one to go with. <laughs> but we would have all of our bases covered. It's true. We could all do a cross compare of, of That's the game. Right. Now, That's now one, right. One thing I saw is that the frame rate seemed to drop a little bit in the, the tech demo. I'm not sure that it was YouTube that was, was being weird or if that was the actual recording that was bad. Like, but, uh, like, was it noticeable? It wasn't or that bad. Not I'm, not, I'm not a frame rate bullshit. Like I'm not a frame rate horror. I'm like, under 55. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm not Catmerc. He's like, okay. I can count the frames. I can count the frames below 120. <laughs> like you, you need to stop. And he's like, No, that's important. I have, I have to know. I have to know how many frames. I'm like, You, you really need to chill out. I, I think he was actually trying to analyze the video of the. Um, Nova gameplay uh, that someone took on their phone to see how many frames it was running at. I'm like, dude, it's a tech demo. The problem is, it's like, like a YouTube video has got to, they only they only have such so much of a frame rate on YouTube. Most most of the videos on YouTube are only 30 frames. 
Exactly. And, and there was one guy in the comments bitching about, oh, it's it's only crappy 30 frames per second. It's bullshit. It's terrible. And people that we were actually there were like, no, nah, it, was, it was more like closer to 60 with a few drops, but it wasn't optimized. So, uh, yeah, you've only seen it on YouTube, which is capped at 30. So, yeah, you're right. It was only 30. Like... <laughs> It's just, I, I can't stand people that get so evil about that stuff. It's like, come on, guys. Was it fun? Were you able to play it? Did it feel good while you were playing it in a reasonable sense? Then stop your whining. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to totally okay. order the okay. game, and then when they don't deliver, I'm going to bitch and complain about it and watch the investigation. And then, and then file the ASA for uh, Fuck yeah, dude. false advertising. I expected a certain degree of badass, and I only got like 85% of it, so I want a full <laughs> refund. I'm like that's not even like a quantifiable scale. You're like, yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. Um, enough about. It. So this is a this is kind of a, a weird one. I normally don't like to report on this, but it did make it to PC Gamer, so there might be some level of legitimacy to it. But I would not be entirely surprised if it ended up being false. Um, but supposedly, J.J. Um, Abrams, you know, the the movie director. Um, is actively in talks with Valve to make a Portal movie and a Half-Life movie. Um, it was brought up a long time ago. I think um, Gaben was, was kind of hinting at it, but then supposedly, again, normally it sounds kind of weird to me, but this is on PC Gamer, so I'll, I'll give them some benefit of the doubt. Supposedly, J.J. Abrams was, was speaking that he was actively working on it with, um, with Valve right now to, to put these out. So, you know, if they get a Half-Life movie before Half-Life 3, you know, this will be... To really drive the fanboys crazy, right? Yeah, you know, this is one of those stories that I don't know what to say. It it feels like one of those, um, you know, 15 billion times that someone said there's a Legend of Zelda movie coming. Movie coming. Um, oh, yeah. But, I, you know, it it looks it looks fairly legit. The, the first place I saw it was, like, some random website, and so I just completely wrote it off, and then... You post it, I'm like, all right, well, it's on PC Gamer, so I guess. So, mm-hmm. I guess. But, um, so yeah, I don't know. We'll see. And it's it's one of those things where, um, you know, like, so I'm re- reading this article, and it, it says um, there, was a, there was a point about Gabe complaining about the quality of pitches he'd gotten before um, for movies based on the franchise. And, you, you know, we all know what that looks like. But the thing is, is it's really easy to pass on a bad movie pitch. But once you've said, okay, so this is a good movie pitch, and you start making the movie, it suddenly becomes near impossible to say, you know what, this is actually going to be a shoddy movie, let's stop. Um, and that's that's where I'm really worried is, you know, is especially with J.J. Abrams doing it is, I don't know, it's, I guess, yeah. movies are well put yeah. together and they're, they're generally fun, but after what he did to the Star Trek franchise, I'm not sure if I'm prepared for him to touch Portal. Portal. You you don't want lens flares in every portal you see. The the one thing that they would need to sell me on a portal movie is that Ellen McClain needs to still ne- do the voice of Glados. There's no reason for it There's not no to reason. be the case. There's literally no reason for it not to be the case. And if they get some more famous actress in the you know there to voice the role, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like go postal. I'm gonna stab someone. There is only one Glados, only and one. when the and and when she passes, there there should be no more portal games. Should never be seen again. Never be seen again. <laughs> oh man, yeah, and, and that's the thing is that Portal has kind of got that twisted sense of humor. Like, I'm not sure how well that would translate to a movie with an actual plot. Like, 
I mean, yeah, the Portal games have a story in a sense, but wait, 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 I got it, I got it, I got it. They totally make this movie. They totally film this movie like Hardcore Henry. (laughs) It looks just like the game. It's all in first person. (laughs) You don't have to say anything. You could be mute because Chell's mute in the game. And you you, you <laughs> would have people throwing up in theaters then, like, Portal is even more upset. Because at least Hardcore Henry, it was pushing the limits of what a human could actually do. Portal is just like, screw it, we're going like, to infinite loop through this wall and then launch ourselves, you know, 500 miles an hour across the room. Like, it makes no sense. Yeah, so th- that's what I worry about, is, is actual a plot that would stay true to the series' actual humor, um, but still make sense for a movie that would you know, actually sell tickets. I'm, I don't know. It's, it's a tough sell. I mean, it, it, I have to see the pitch they made that would actually convince him of that because I'm, I'm, I'm not really sold that it's actually possible to do it right. Half Life should be pretty straightforward, right? Half Life, Half Life, I could see. Yeah, that, that's yeah. more story based. Yeah. You know, that, that, that's that's viable. The Portal one's the one that's that kind of threw me off. Mm. My question though is the casting and stuff. You know, not so much for Portal, I suppose, but at least for um, Half Life. I mean, casting can make or break a movie. Yeah, for sure. Especially when it's something that's as beloved and, and well known as something like Half Life. I mean, you mm-hmm. you really got to nail it because Nerd Rage is the worst rage. Like, it, it would it'd be a hellfire if, if they got it wrong. I mean, and the thing that strikes me is that they're going to be having to give, presumably, since they don't, probably don't want a single character's voice um, in the case of Portal, um, they're going to have to, like, give these characters voices, these characters who have always been mute, you know? Um, Ch- Chell and Freeman, they don't they don't just not have a voice because there is text on a screen. They have no personality. <laughs> So they're going to have to come up with something that fits, that doesn't offend everybody who played the games, you know? You know? Yeah. Because I mean, the thing with silent protagonists is that you kind of assume your own personality. Like, I think people kind of project a personality, if any, onto a character that's silent. Um, and as soon as you say, no, this is what they sound like, and this is what they act like, it, it, it's going to betray basically every single person that's ever played that game and, and has done that because it's not going to be right, you know? I mean, there was a lot of controversy about giving character voices to, you know, Fallout, um, the main characters of Fallout, because a, a staple of the game had always been that your character was silent. I mean, he would speak, but you would never hear him speak. He would just you would respond with text, and the way that he delivered those lines may have sounded different in your head than it did in someone else's head, but... You know, obviously, when you voice acted, it it is what it is at that point. And I think some people liked and didn't like that, depending on who they were. And some may just not care. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I've played Portal. It's fun. I'm I'm not that into it that I'd be like, oh my god, you gave him a voice. This is so wrong. But for some people, it may matter. So I I, I get it. Voice or no voice uh, for the character, I feel like if anything, it'll it'll spark an interest um, for those who haven't you know played the game to maybe go out and. Um, and, and and play the source material, which ultimately is good for everybody. I mean, who, it's good who, for the good for the developers, good for the game. You know, this, that, and the other. Oh, who hasn't played Portal and Half Life? I mean, like, seriously, seriously. I think you'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. These poor poor you, you souls. You point poor though, because like um, when I went and saw um, Final Fantasy Kingsglaive, the Final Fantasy 15 movie. Um, I watched all the reviews after I saw it because I, I didn't want to spoil anything, but I kind of wanted to give other people thought in overwhelmingly um 
a very large number of people said, I didn't really care about the game so much, but after seeing this movie, I am totally buying the game because I want them more, you know? So I, I think that you, you are right in that a movie can, if done well, and it's actually an enjoyable movie on its own without playing the game, it can encourage people to actually go and, and try the original base material. Okay, anything else on that one before we go to the next one? All right, so another um, video game that's becoming a movie is the game Firewatch. Now, Firewatch, I have not played it, but I've seen some gameplay of it. And basically, it is a somebody an indie developer, and it's it's kind of like you're you're you know a, again a voiceless protagonist that's kind of going around um, uh, this this forest, and you're kind of solving puzzles and whatnot, going from uh, it's like a national forest, from like Firewatch tower to tower, and, and doing stuff. And again, I haven't played it in its entirety; I've just watched some some bits of it, but. Uh, Apparently it's 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 kind of a short game, but again it's like a it's like a small inexpensive indie game. Um, absolutely gorgeous. I've heard gleaming reviews about how good it is. But anyways, the um, developer of the game, so uh, Campo Santo is the developer of the game Firewatch. Um, they are working with uh, Good Universe, which is a um, financing company, to produce a movie um, for Firewatch. And this is just the first project they're going to be doing. Um, they want to continue to produce kind of, I'm assuming, game uh, movies of a similar style um, in the future. But this is going to be their first project because obviously it will help to sell the movie if people have played the game. So, um, again, it's kind of one of those things where it's like if you've got good base material, you can totally you know, pull it off, I think, if, if you've got the means and the finances to put together a coherent story that people are actually going to be willing to take a look at. So what do you guys think? I mean, there's been a lot of really bad video game movies in the past. I mean, a lot of them. I wouldn't even get started on the Resident Evil series. But, uh, you know, what are your general thoughts? Do you think that they are um, a good thing? Or is it just kind of a, a hokey thing that people, they should stop trying to do? Um, or, or what are you guys' thoughts? Like, what do you think, Libby? I may be the, the black sheep here, but I'm always going to love zombie games. And they're always going to be stupid, but I'm always going to play them. But I mean, like movie adaptations of of those games, of, of any kind of game for that matter. Uh, no. <laughs> All right. No. <laughs> no. All right. Um, what about you, Bate? I don't know. I think they're hit or miss. Um, <laughs> normally, I don't like. I don't go see video game movies if there is one that comes out, um, just because I've seen enough of them and I know that they're bad. Um, however, I still am going to go see the Assassin's Creed movie. In December when it comes out. I was gonna um, say that's the one movie I'm looking at this year. Like, yeah. that might be decent. I don't know. I think it will be. Um, I don't know. I I won't put. I think. I'm I'm just gonna say it could. I'm I'm totally gonna put it. In, I think. Um, but if that turns out, then I'm probably never gonna go see another video game movie again. <laughs> um. Wow, that you're placing I, some tall dude, tall man, demands on that seen, that movie. I, I have seen so many video game movies that. Just were bad. Like, uh, what was that Max Payne one that came out a couple years ago with, um, oh, yeah, um, no, uh, stop. What's his name? <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. There we go. Uh, it's kind of, it was just bad. Um, and Max Payne is a fantastic series. Um, and then, you know, there's the Tomb Raider. Those are, yeah, whatever. Okay. Uh, Resident Evil. I think we lost you after Resident Evil. What were you saying? Resident Evil. They're just historically bad. Like, I can't think of one good video game movie. That's fair. Um, what do you think, Zoe? Well, you know, it's it's one of those things where I think that they, they just need to get a handle on how to adapt it properly. I mean, most of the movies we see are, are adapted from books, and I don't think it's impossible to, to make a good 
adaptation based on a game. I just think people have a hard time doing it. And I, I don't know where it's at right now, but you know, the one thing that I think would potentially translate really well would be um, Uncharted because it does it, it. The game actually feels like a movie when you're playing it. And I, I think that to some degree, it might be that just that when people are trying to make a video game movie, they're, they're picking games that aren't really lending themselves to being a movie that you know where they have to fill in too many gaps to turn it into a cinematic experience um <coughs> battleship seriously really <laughs> you, made, you made a game from a board game with dots and coordinate system <laughs> what's wrong with you people you know, you're right you know, you know and in honesty, the movie wasn't even that bad it was just it was a movie but you know the thing was is just like you, you there there are certain things that do not lend themselves to be movies and there are things that do figure out which one is which i i think that that one could have totally just been a movie by itself like there was what five minutes of actual oh i see where they got the, the battle shit that was yeah dumb. yeah there was just the, like <laughs> we need to we need to shoot out these death charges and so here we're gonna lay out a grid on the map here and and there that was it. That was the only tie to Battleship, but otherwise it's just like a generic Aliens Attack Earth movie. Um, you know, and and for what it was, an Aliens Attack Earth movie, it was fine. You know, it was very patriotic. They made the Navy look good. The the Navy helped with a lot of the uh, uh, film, and I think there was actually a fair number of actual Navy members um, and veterans who were involved in the movie as well. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it was fine, but yeah, it, it almost felt like they, they were like, Okay, so we have this generic movie. We need like a licensing partner. Um, it's got a battleship in it. Oh yeah, all right. <laughs> let's ca- let's let's call Milton Bradley. See what they're up to. And they're like, "Well, Milton sure. Like, we well, always sure. thought that the you know pins were being dropped by aliens." Sure. Yeah, totally. You know, I, I I wanted to take back what I said just a, just a second ago. We we all thought the Warcraft movie was okay, right? I did not see that, admittedly. It was okay. It just okay. wasn't, like, you know, okay. good. So, so there's, you know, that's an okay one. The, did anybody see the, the Halo Full Forward and the Dawn miniseries? Or is that the only one? I, I meant like, to, but on the account that I don't really care about Halo, I never did. Okay. It's not a movie, but it, it was still good. I mean, I, I feel like we could expand a little bit, but it, that was good. And that, that's probably the only one that I've seen that I've thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah, that's fair. I think I think Zell kind of hit my opinion on the mark. Where a lot of the ones they pick don't make sense for a movie. Like I, I feel like if you want to make a movie out of a video game or a video game universe, it has to have a very strong storyline behind it. Like Uncharted, like Assassin's Creed, like um, I, I could even see you no know, like uh, uh, The Last of Us being a movie because it, it, it feels like a movie when you're playing it, and, and that, that works well. And then they come out and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're making a movie about Doom." Like what? Why? There's no story there at all. You, you're, you're literally making something out of nothing. I don't understand it. I think that you know they need to stop trying to turn every popular game into a movie and focus on popular games that actually have a story that would make sense for a movie into movies. Because you know they, it's just it, it's ridiculous some of the stuff they come up with. Or they do a Resident Evil thing where they go completely off canon and just you know, crap out these movies with stories that are even worse than the base material. It's like, come on, guys. Like, what are you What are you up to? Like, let's just get back to actually what makes sense here. Yeah, they ran out of ideas. They're so like, how 
many clips of her nipples through that tank top can we get in this movie this time? Yeah, and they, they try to, you know, pull stuff from the games, like some of the, the monsters are, are the same, but it's like, God, just stop. Like, they're bad. You know, go make, spend your resources on something I actually want to see, like Assassin's Creed. You know, like, that that's that one could legitimately be very badass. Like, I, I think that they could probably pull that off. Like, I think they know they kind of have to, so they'll probably do a good job with it. But uh, some of these other half-assed ones, I'm like, why did you, who, who signed off on to doing this? Like, really? Also, butt masher games don't make good movies, like Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat and Dead or Alive. So we could, you know, not make another one of those. Another one of those. Yeah, let's let's not do that. I don't need a live action Street Fighter. Like, no, let's just leave no. it what it is. Thank you. It comes out of picking the right game, and I think that was said earlier. I mean, Total Recall was it bad? Was that one? Total Recall. What? Total Recall. Was that a game? Was it? Yes. Like, back, it was a game before the movie? What the fuck yes, like, the, yes. the, the, I don't uh, remember that. That was before my time, I guess. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger Total Recall? Well, I don't think he was Arnold Schwarzenegger in the game, but, I mean... But, but, that, but that movie? Yeah. Yeah. I'm wow. old, you guys. Dude. I, I have that a video game was made based on the film. I don't know. I think... Oh, I'd buy that, think... but, yeah. I mean, we're talking like this is old school stuff. Is this is the video game based on the film was from um, nineteen ninety one or something. The video game based okay. could be could be could be right. And that was like for Commodore sixty four. Like yeah. this is a multi platform game too. This is um, it's on Com- Commodore sixty four ZX Spectrum Amstrad CPC. The Amiga and the Atari ST, and then there was a the, the NES version was notably different from the others, being developed by a different team. Um, you know, oh. late, yeah. So that there was this multi-platform game, and then they also made an NES version. This is some old school crud, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I will take back part of what I said earlier. One movie that was really good that was based off a game that had absolutely zero plot, and I'm. I mean, the second movie would be Tron. The first movie, whatever. But the second movie was actually really good. I really enjoyed that film. And Legacy? Based off of Legacy? The game that, yeah. Like, Tron liked. I, I feel the movie's so underrated. I really like that one. But obviously based off of a game that doesn't have a plot at all, really. Um, so, you know, that, 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 is, that is an exception, I think, onto one that was actually really well done that was based off of a game. I feel like we've gone over this before, and I'm going to ask it anyway. That movie was based on a game? Tron? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's 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 a it's an old game, like really huh. old game, but huh. it's it is a game. Yeah, those like the, the, the old first ones. ones. Like uh what other one was there back then? Um Mario. <laughs> the Mario movie. <laughs> I I terrible. like that one because it's so bad. Like it, it is a bad awesome. movie, but I like it because it's bad. <laughs> I think when they put it into real life, you're like, oh, wait, I guess these guys really are two plumbers going around and jumping into sewers, collecting coins. Uh, I, 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 I had to give them points for how creatively weird and off point they got with it. Like, it, it was just, it, you know, that, that's, that, I always get shit for that one. But, you know, I, I actually liked the Mario Brothers movie because it was so terrible. Because when I was a kid, like, I used to watch the old Mario. I, I played Mario, and I watched the Mario cartoon, and then they're like, live action movie. It came out in 1993, so, you know, I was like 
five, you know. I was like, holy crap, it's a movie about Mario? And now I look back, I'm like, oh, oh dear. <laughs> That's what I was watching, okay. Pretty much. But I think we have look look forward to what I think they're going to try and do one last Resident Evil. Oh. Yeah, then they'll be done. Thank God. Well, they're, they're doing the CGI ones, which actually are. I think they do one more live action one in whatever. Hopefully they stop. But then the CGI ones are actually, those are actually not bad because those are directly based off of the storyline from the game. And they are, they kind of fill the gaps between the games. And, and they're actually done pretty well. So I'll, I'll give a pass to those. I think those are actually pretty solid. Okay. Anything else on that one, guys? Any other video game movies that were good or bad? All right, so um, we're kind of over the hour mark, so I'm probably going to bring this in for a close. But uh, one thing I wanted to mention that uh, Zell put together a survey um, that we would love that you guys could go fill out. Um, just kind of a, you know, what are your thoughts on the show? How can we improve things? Certain topics you want to see more of, less of, that sort of thing. Um, so if you go to biomass.net slash survey, you can fill that out for us. We'd really, really appreciate it. Um, you know, it would be a big help and obviously kind of help us um, – deliver a product that you guys would, would enjoy more. So yeah, please uh, you know, go give us your opinions on that. Um, aside from that, anything else you guys wanted to go over before we go into shout outs here? Um, you did have one, one little one on the, on the back burner here um, that we can throw in here, which is, uh, oh, yeah, which is uh, okay, yeah. League of Legends on a console in China, like a weird console. Yeah. It, it's what are the, what are they called? It is. It's effectively a Steam box, but a cheap Chinese knockoff that like runs on Windows. Um, it's um, available only in China. So Riot Games, Pirate Company, uh, Tech, uh, sorry, Tencent Games announced a new gaming platform a few months ago, the TGP, which is the Tencent Games platform, um, which is basically designed to play all of their games. Um, but it's available only in China. It, it kind of looks like this weird bastardization between like a PS4 and something else, Xbox. I don't know. It. It's a cheap Chinese knockoff, but yeah, you can, um, or at least will be able to, in effect, play League of Legends on console with a controller on this weird off-brand. It has a lovely number of ports, though. It's got two two USB three, two USB two, an Ethernet port, HDMI, and DisplayPort. So that's that's pretty fancy. Yeah, I mean, if, if you, you know, are living in China and want a knockoff console, then. It's probably worth checking out, I guess. And hey, at I least mean, the, it's not a pirated copy of Windows. It's got the legit little Windows 10 sticker on there, so that's that's cool, you know. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. I I don't think it'd work very well on a, a to play uh, League of Legends or Heroes of the Storm or games of that of that sort on a, on a console with a controller. I mean, you plug or, keyboard and mouse into this, I presume, yeah. but that with a controller, I don't know. At that point, just get it on computer. At that point, if you're going to play with the keyboard and mouse, you know, yeah, it doesn't seem like it's going to be the kind of game you'd want to do. But I guess if there's a demand for it, I mean, obviously they they made the thing to to run their game. So, and League is popular enough that people will probably actually pick it up. But uh, yeah, that's that's China only. It's just kind of a weird, a weird little thing I found. But uh, yeah, so. Now, is that like actual League of Legends or is that Chinese knockoff League of Legends? No, no, it, it's it's made by the partner of Riot that makes League of Legends. I mean, it is intentionally for it's other partner, it's their publisher, I believe, but it is it is made for running those games, the League of Legends and all the other games they produce. I'm I'm not too familiar with the list. Oh, but it is, Ten, it's Tencent is actually game. a huge, huge company. It's um. I, it's one of those companies that we don't hear about much because they're, you know, a Chinese company. Um, but they are like 
they're like the Google of, of China, pretty much. They're, they have um, their instant messengers and chat programs are like how everybody communicates over there. And they're, um, they have like their own, you know, payment app and all sorts of their own social networks and everything. They're a really freaking big company and they've been buying a bunch of uh, game developers over the last couple of years um, that are that are, are making games, uh, you know, internationally. Yeah, I'm looking at their wiki here, and so their subsidiaries are Riot Games, and then Epic Games, it says 48.4%. I think that's probably what percentage they own of the company. And then Supercell uh, at 84.3%. So yeah, they've, they've got their hands in some, some big players. I mean, uh, Epic Games is the one that makes the Unreal Engine, so you know, <laughs> that's kind of a big deal, because pretty much everyone's using that at this point, including you know CCP, um, uh, Square Enix, is some of their new games coming out use the, the Unreal Engine, so I mean, that's, that's pretty pretty high level stuff there, especially um, with, with the technology out there right now for it. Supercell yeah. is oh uh, shit, what did they make? What if I heard that name? Somebody Clash of Clans. Okay. There Clash. you go. So they make yeah, okay. Clash Royale. Okay. So they, they make cell phone games, basically, premium games. So, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't even realize that, that before I looked at this, that Epic Games is on that list, but yeah, I mean, that's these are... This is this is company's huge, and they've owned, they now own some big US, you know, and, and other international properties now um and i think we're going to start hearing more and more about these sorts of companies over time yeah absolutely okay anything else on that before we move along guys all right then we'll go into shout outs uh zell you're up man shout outs for this week um i i'm going to give my shout out to the um uh eu uh anti-competition um uh, I forget what they call it, their commission, um, because I've been following this for years and they're apparently preparing to um, hit Google with a very, very massive fine and essentially ban the way they do business. So I'm, I'm very happy with them this week. They're just, you know, props to them. Is that going to affect, yeah, in Europe or here as well? Um, it it would be Europe, but, um, you know, it's one of those things where I kind of hope that some of the changes that they're going to have to make to, to function in Europe and actually Russia, who already ruled against them, um, will eventually trickle back to the U.S. New 11 Syriza moves to Europe. It's, it's tempting, man. <laughs> it's tempting. Tempting. Look at Look at looking regardless of what side you're on you're like i, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> i could i could go to iceland or something anything but this you know iceland, iceland's I, nice they have problems with bankers and they throw them in jail and that's how they they deal with their yeah, problems that's, that's always nice problems. i'm okay with that I'm that's okay nice that. they, that's people commit crimes Ooh, they go like to jail. Ice, that's like an, an idea ice. <laughs> it, it's it's a viking jail it's much more brutal than than what we have here Right? They escape with, like, snow cones and shit. You, you actually <laughs> force them out. to Dug fight, you know, fight you, like you don't, you don't escape from everywhere. Viking jail. Alright, um, Bate, shoutouts, man? Uh, yeah, I'd like to give a shout-out to uh, the little Filipino restaurant down the street from me, uh, who uh, made this delicious pancit and lumpia I've been snacking on throughout the entire show. Oh my god, I freaking love lumpia. Oh my god, so damn good. So yeah, shout out to them, shout out to all the little Filipino places across the world making uh, lumpia and ponset for uh, everybody. You keep the world turning. <laughs> You're making me hungry, man. I ate dinner after this. Alright, Louie, shout outs? Uh, my shout out is going to Julie Andrews today. She's 81. She's one of my favorite actresses. Um, so yeah, happy birthday, Mary Poppins lady. There you go. They're making, right, a, uh, they're making a, a reboot of that. They need to stop. 
<laughs> you know CBS is rebooting this. That's, that's just one of those things that I saw this week, and I was like, really? And, and it's like, like very they were talking. They, they were talking to Dick Van Dyke about it and stuff like that, because apparently he's 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 gonna have like a cameo, and they mentioned that they they had they hadn't figured out whether or not Julie Andrews would be in there as a cameo as well. But yeah, that's that's a that's a reboot incoming. Can we stop rebooting stuff? Yeah, can we just no? Like CBS is rebooting MacGyver, and I'm really sad. Just, I, ha- I want no. It, it's already. No, it, was, it has they're to be on, like him. episode two or something. Oh, really? oh. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's out. It's not good. No, it's not good no. at all. Not good at all. Does it not have Richard Dean Anderson? If not, there's no point. You know, it it's it's some it's this then. young kid like yeah, it's, yeah. Like, this younger, it's like this young kid in it it with like the '70s style haircut in present day. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but he's like yeah. missing that MacGyver touch of gray yeah. that you know youth with experience. And like back then, you were astonished if he made something. Now we're like, yeah, and. I was thinking we're going to see an 18 reboot. It's basically what uh, the uh, shit was that movie? The uh, I know what you're talking the, about. The, the one with the, all the action heroes in it, The Expendables. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was ba- basically that. Just you know. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah. Or, so, some of the remakes I'm, I'm excited. Oh god. <laughs> so some of the remakes I'm, I'm okay with, like some of the Disney ones are actually pretty solid. The Jungle Book is pretty solid. Um, like they, they did a good job with that, but a lot of the other ones I'm like Disney. just just Disney does Disney, Disney does, does not make unsolid things. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they 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 know they have a standard they have to keep because if they don't, it's would freak out. Like it's you know, they, and you know to. Mary Poppins is Disney in it. So it is, yeah. but they they already did Saving Mr. Banks, which I felt was kind of. It wasn't a remake, but it, it, it went enough into the story of behind it all. And I'm like, I, I don't really want them to do another one. Like, I think it, that was a good way to leave it. Like, don't do not do more of it. Just leave it what it is. All right. Well, anyway, I, I, I think I yeah. think we took I think, this shout out to its further Yeah. So um, my shout out, I'm going to go to Games Workshop. They're the group that is working on uh, the Warhammer, uh, the Deathwing game. Um, I'm, I'm trying real hard not to hop on the hype train on that one, but uh, it, it it looks like something I really enjoy. So um, again, I'm gonna wait for reviews on that one, but uh, it, it does look very solid, and I'm, I'm glad that they are going to be releasing that sometime this November. I forgot to mention that before; it's coming out this November. So um, very excited to kind of see where that goes. So uh, shout out to those guys. Um, but yeah, again, I want to thank everyone for tuning in this week. Um, please get on there and do our survey. Give us kind of all the things I'm asking for. Usually, you know, feedback, um, things you want to talk about, if you want to be on the show, that sort of thing. Get on there at biomass.net slash survey and, and let us know what you think. Um, and uh, that way we can, you know, kind of help improve the content for you guys and, and give you what you want because that's why we're here. So uh, be sure to check out the website, biomass.net, and look out the actual show notes. Um, we have all the links to the stuff we've talked about on there. Um, so you can kind of save yourself the Google search and, and just click on that and, and, and go to what you want to see. And be sure to leave comments. Um, just, again, we would love to hear your feedback. And we, we have a couple of regulars always comments. And it's, it's good to hear from them and get their thoughts. And take so, the survey. Thanks take to you guys. Survey. And take the survey, yeah. No, that that, that might actually be really good because we we see these downloads of people downloading it. Like apparently, 
actually quite a few people actually listen to this show for some reason. Um, but they're they're quiet. Like you know, we we, we want to hear um, what you guys are, are thinking about. So um, you know, do kind of give us your thoughts in that survey and and, and let us. Know. Yeah. But that being said, um, uh, thanks for for showing up, and I want to thank everyone who came on for the show. And again, if you want to be on the show, let us know. We're always welcome to have you, um, or happy to have you rather. Uh, but yeah. So I want to wish everyone to have a safe and good night. So see you guys later.